Welcome to our Frontline City Church podcast. This message will activate and inspire you in the supernatural love of God to find your purpose and reach your destiny through Christ. Yes, hallelujah. Thank you. Good morning to everybody. Welcome. It's the 9th of January. Are you excited? Yes, hallelujah. I just want to thank mom and dad in their absence today for giving me the opportunity to minister. And I want to thank them for always encouraging me and for always pushing me. Like Pastor Wendy says, we've come a long way with mom and dad. And if it wasn't for their um, spiritual leadership um, and parenthood and equipping, I wouldn't be here today. So thank you very much for that, mom and dad. And good morning to everybody here. So I would like to pick up from Dad's message of last week. I'm just going to fall right in. And uh, Dad spoke about assignments for 2022. And if we can get that quote up, please. Dad said, everyone who does not have an assignment from God should be in heaven. Seeking your assignment may save your life. Apostolinus Vessels, Amen. Everyone, should, everyone who does not have an assignment from God should be in heaven. Seeking your assignment may save your life. Take a second to think about that. So Dad challenged us last week to seek our assignment for 2022. And that we only can find it in the presence of God. Amen. But often what we do is we seek our assignment for ourselves and we seek it for what we want but not necessarily what God wants for us and if you read in the word many of the encounters that were experienced in the word and encounters that God gave to his people were because of what God wanted from his people and not the other way around so what does God want from you for 2022 what is God telling you and what is your role to play in God's plan for your assignment? Because you're not only here for yourself, amen? We all know that, hallelujah. And um, we are all hoping that this is going to be a good year. We're all hoping that it's going to be a great and a much better year. We've been through a challenging two years. Everybody has been through difficulties and through hard times. And... Um, we all say to each other, Happy New Year. And those that are back from your long holidays and your vacations, Happy New Year to you. However, what does that mean? Have we ever stopped for a second to think, what does that mean, Happy New Year? And what is going to make it a Happy New Year? Just the fact that we're saying it. And yes, it is a blessing that we're speaking over somebody's life. But um, what are we going to do to achieve that? Have you thought about that? Um, so I've got two things for you here. In order to achieve your happy new 2022, and if all you take out of this message are these two things, and that's also right, you can listen back and get some more nuggets out of my message. And the first thing is to hunger for encounters with Jesus. And the second thing is to be hungry and to remain in God's presence. That is how you are going to have a happy new year. If you have the presence of Jesus with you and the presence of the Holy Spirit remains in you and walks with you, you will know your assignment for your life. You will know what God has called you to do. You will achieve your assignment. Amen. You will excel in your assignments. And you will be hungry to be the standout person in your generation and in your sphere of influence. And the, four, the fifth and the final thing is that if you know what God has for you and you stay in his presence, then you will be hungry to remain in his presence and you will be hungry to have continued encounters with him. Because one encounter does not sustain you. Hallelujah. Amen. So unfortunately, 
you need to be hungry for yourself. You need to be hungry for your future. You need to be hungry for your tomorrow. And after 28 years of uh, democracy in South Africa, unfortunately, our country is still riddled with the bondage of poverty because we tend to rely on our government and we tend to rely on political parties to make it happen for us. But God calls us to trust in Him. God calls us to trust in His Word, not in our government. Amen? Each year, we have to evaluate ourselves and we have to give account of what we have done in the previous year. And uh, with home cells starting up again soon, every one of you should be in a home cell if you are sitting here today. If you are not, please connect with, connect with a leader and get connected to a home cell because that is also where you will have encounters, deeper encounters than what you will experience here on a Sunday. That is not good enough. So we will go through a very good teaching from NBCFC, our spiritual covering that came through to the leaders this week of practical things and goals that we can set for ourselves for 2022, spiritually, physically, financially, etc. So we need to evaluate ourselves just like employers evaluate employees because we need to grow. If you are Joe Average, and I apologize if there are any Joes in the audience today or listening to me. I'm sure you are not average and I'm sure you are great. But if you are Joe average, unfortunately, you will not get ahead in life. You cannot be average and you cannot be complacent and just accept the status quo. The new generation all over this world is plagued, unfortunately, and it is the truth, with entitlement and the sense that life and people owe them something. It is the truth. But we know better. We know that if we get a little bit older, hopefully, I pray, not too much older, and unfortunately, there are some adults that still don't realize it, that they are not entitled, that they have to do it for themselves, and that life owes them nothing, and that, um, unfortunately, men's promises are empty. So I can take my dear Deacon Brandon, who I love very much. Love you, Deacon Brandon. I'm going to use you as an example. Whenever we ask for testimonies, he's always first up front here. And... Um, I've walked a long journey with him, just watching his path over the many years that I've known his mother. And um, he has made the decision to come into the presence of God and to commit his life and to pay the price and um, to not have a sense of entitlement and to not think that life or his parents owe him something. And he has committed and he has paid the price and he has worked hard for where he is today. And we have all seen and heard his testimonies of how God has accelerated him in his sphere of business influence at a very, very young age. Amen. Can we give him a clap? <laughs> Hallelujah. So may we all learn from the young ones, may the youth rise up and also realize that and not have a sense of entitlement. Where have you ever heard or read, heard a sermon or read in the word that God says he will do everything for you and he will solve all your problems and he will sort everything out and that you have no role to play, that there is no action required? Often I share in the home cells that if you read the word carefully, there's always an action required. Where there's a promise or a blessing, there's always an action and something required from us to do. Hallelujah. And um, what about you? Where do you fit in and what do you have to do? And yes, with COVID and the lockdowns that we've had, we've become complacent and we're sitting on our couch and we're watching church and we're expecting encounters and we're wondering why we are not receiving breakthroughs in our situations and if you are on your couch today bless you um, and we love you and we know you're there for a reason because of medical reasons or whatever the case may be but if you are in your car on your couch today 
and you are getting distracted and having coffee and sitting in your slippers and playing with your dog, but you can actually be in church today, then this is where you should be. Because if you can go to the mall and if you can go to a restaurant or a coffee shop, God wants to have encounters with you in 2022. And you should get off your couch and you should get into your church nearby. It doesn't have to be this one, but uh, we will look forward to seeing the rest of the frontliners next week. Hallelujah. And um, God already played his part. God already did what he did for us 2,000 years ago. He already gave us the victory. He already gave us life. He already gave us the breakthrough. He already gave us the deliverance. And he already gave us the healing. But what he also gave us was choice. And he also gave us free will. So I want to stand here and just wait, uh, uh, take a few minutes on choice. You are entitled to him, and you are entitled to everything that he has, and to all these promises, but what you do with that is up to you. What you do with that is up to you. You have to choose. At some point in your life, we all get to a point where we have to take account and we have to choose where are we going, what are we going to do, and what responsibility are we going to take. We can no longer play the victim card. We can no longer play the entitlement card because we've all had situations in our childhoods. We've all had situations in our marriages. We've all had situations with our health. We've all got a story, I mean. As we sit here and as I see the faces of the people that I know, we all have a story. I have a story. I had to come to a point in an early age in my life where I decided I'm not going to be a victim of my childhood. I'm gonna, not going to be a victim of the choices that my parents made. I'm going to be who God called me to be. And I choose to be the best version of what God called me to do. And the same choice is up to each and every one of you today. And whether you take it or not, not is also up to you. The Bible says that we have wisdom and understanding. So I'm talking to those today that are hungry to get ahead in 2022, that are hungry to be those that stand out in their generation, that are hungry to be the leaders in their businesses, that are hungry to be the leaders and to stand out and to take a leap of faith in their communities, like Pastor Wendy has done. God has equipped her and see what she does in her community. She is a single woman in her 50s, and there she goes, but because she knows her assignment for God and she hasn't wavered or doubted and she has paid the price, God has given her favor and she's doing exactly what God has called her to do. Refuse to be average and refuse to fail. Refuse to be average and refuse to fail in 2022. So that was my introduction. Didn't do too badly. <laughs> so here we go from the word I want to speak about Daniel and I love you Daniel <laughs> you know you're my favorite so God gave me Daniel Daniel and his friends were taken captive and they went into a foreign country as slaves and they were stripped naked and they couldn't speak the language it was a foreign culture and all the odds were against them. However, they decided that they have a future. No matter what the law said, no matter what the politicians said, no matter what their circumstances around them said, and no matter what happened in their yesterday, they decided that they are going to believe. To believe, there again comes the action and there's responsibility that rests on you. You need to believe that you have a future. You need to believe that you have an assignment given from God. And the odds might seem like they're against you today. And the odds might seem like they are against South Africa today. However, see God 
for your assignment through encounters, deep encounters, and through his presence so that we can rebuild South Africa and so that we can do what God has called us to do so that we can be the people that others can't do without, so that we can be the pillars that we can rebuild this country on. Amen. For instance, you know the mission work that we do from Frontline City Church and with Africa Jesus Africa. We have got plans. Oh boy, we have got so many plans that God has planted in our hearts. And we are going to be planting churches all over Lesotho in the other communities and villages. And we are going to be planting churches in Africa this year. We are already starting to plan an Africa trip. We're going to four countries, Evangelist Freddy. And um, Dad is also on board. And um, we have bought a property. We were blessed abundantly with a property. We want to build a church on there. There is room for you. Frontline City Church's payoff line from advertising lingo is, God has made room for you. So there's so much happening in 2022 that God has made room for you. Every single per person, no matter your color or your creed or your age or what your situation is or your health, even if you pray, we need your prayers so badly when we go on mission trips for the finances to come through for what we want to do in the new building. So especially for the well diggers, if you are part of this church, you will know what the mandate and the calling is. And God has made room for you. And it is time that you step into what God has called you for 2022. Amen. <laughs> Daniel 1. And please keep it up there because I'm going to refer back to it. Daniel 1 verses 3 to 4 says, In the third year of the reign of... This one looks a little bit different to mine. Sorry, I'll read from here. Then the king, uh, no, from verse 3, please. Then the king instructed Ashpenaz, the master of the eunuchs, to bring some of the children of Israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the nobles. Verse 4. Young men in whom there was no blemish, but good-looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge and quick to understand, whom had ability to serve in the king's palace and whom they might teach the language and literature, literature of the Chaldeans. Even being captive, they had outstanding characteristics. They had no fault and they had no flaw. Hallelujah. They were young men... I'm speaking to the youth today. They were young men. The youth needs to rise up, and we are so passionate about the youth in Frontline City Church. Come on, guys. Where are the youth in Frontline City Church? These were young men, and there was no blemish, and they were good-looking as well. We've got good-looking youth in Frontline. Hallelujah. And uh, they were gifted in wisdom, which means they were intelligent and they had insight. It also says here that they possessed knowledge. So if you don't know, find out. Don't you just hate it if somebody sends you a message and they ask you something and you just want to reply, please Google. Don't ask me, please Google. <laughs> go back onto the group and have a look. So if you don't know, please find out. Don't be lazy. Go and look for yourself. Amen. Because then you will gain your own knowledge. And um, they were quick to understand, it says there. So especially if you give instructions to children or to employees, um, you need to be quick to understand, guys. Because um, it's about the job. It's about what God has assigned for you. And it's about being productive. And it is about being fast. And what you can add. What it is that God has put into you that you can add to this process. And to this assignment that you are embarking on. Hallelujah. A lot of people, unfortunately, just don't seem to get it. Here, Pastor Wendy Pry uh, spoke on the offering again. And what she said wasn't new. 
a lot of us, after 10 years of being with Frontline City Church, have heard the offering message uh, spoken every Sunday. And it is true, unfortunately, some people still don't know the difference between a tithe and between an offering and between a seed. There's a massive different difference. And we sit here every Sunday and we listen to messages over and over. And for some reason, we choose not to have encounters and we choose not to enter in because we know it will require change from us. And change is hard work, I know. So I'm sorry if it is a tough message today, but I'm standing here today in obedience to the word of God that he laid on my heart and um, with the blessing of mom and dad. So I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to share what God has laid on my, on my heart. Are you hungry for his truth through encounters? His presence will bring change and his presence will bring growth. But if you're not in his presence, you will not grow. And it is an ongoing process. As I stand here, I grow and I pay the price and I'm accountable to mom and dad and they tell me where I need to tweak things and where I need to work on and where I need to develop. And they walk a journey with me and there's somebody here for you that will also work a journey, walk a journey with you. Life is not just going to happen. You have to make it for yourself. And it's also not going to work out for ourselves. So it was 1st of January a couple of days ago. And we think it's all going to be fine and well. We all say to each other, Happy New Year. And just because the clock struck another hour and it went over to another year, to the 1st of January, doesn't mean that the hurt of last year, that the suffering of last year, the challenges of last year are gone. We, it was just another day. The clock just ticked over to another date. But we're taking that with us. It's the same as COVID. When um, you've served your 10 days of self-isolation and it's 5 o'clock in the evening on day 10, it doesn't mean that you are rid of your symptoms and they are just uh, going to disappear. And on day 11, you can go out there again and continue as you want to. So that is exactly the same year. Um, we need to choose what we're going to do, guys. Just because it's a new year doesn't mean things are just going to fall in our laps. So another thing that they say here in the verse with Daniel is that they had the ability to serve. Now, this is something I'm very passionate about is serving in the house of God. I don't know how to be a child of God without serving. To me, it goes hand in hand. You can't do the one and not do the other. And um, it also says in 1 Colossians, Wherever, whatever you do, do it heartedly unto the Lord. I always say to my children, <laughs> whether you pack the dishwasher or whether you are standing here and preaching or whether you're delivering a message at home cell to two people or whether you're standing on a grand stage somewhere to two million people, do it heartedly unto the Lord. Your preparation must be exactly the same. We all have the ability. It is a gift that God has given us and he has planted it inside of us and it needs to be respected and it needs to be developed. Um, check how you carry yourself. Fasten your pace. Lift up your shoulders, lift up your chin, and walk faster, and put a smile on your face, especially these days, us with our masks. People are already struggling to read what is happening there on your face. And if you're walking with a cap on or a beanie, and you're walking slouched, and um, you will be surprised if you look somebody square in the eyes and you have a big smile on your face, how they will respond to you in a positive way, amen. And how much more must we, must we do that because we are children of God? Be radiant and project yourself better. Hallelujah. Because we are enthusiastic, we are passionate, we are eager and we are energetic like Jesus was. Read the Gospels and see how Jesus behaved and how he conducted himself. Wherever we go, we have to change the atmosphere. 
Wherever we go, we have to change the atmosphere. There it is. Because we carry Jesus and the Holy Spirit inside of us. We are atmosphere changers for this year. Hallelujah. Verse 8. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. King Nebuchadnezzar was the king of Babylon, which represents the world. They determined not to defile themselves. They determined that they will not defile themselves by the standards of Nebuchadnezzar and of Babylon and of the world. No blemish and no spoiling and no tarnishing. They made that decision. And I want to encourage the youth again today, and I know my children are so tired of hearing of it, but I've said it to them so many times, and at the time when it was appropriate, choose. Set your boundaries before you are in that situation. Set your boundaries before you go to that house party or before you go to that place or when you have that encounter with that boy. And um, know who you are in Jesus and have self-respect because that is what it is. Purpose in your heart who you are and whose you are so that you have those boundaries before you make a decision out of the flesh and the weakness of the flesh. And that is not only for the youngsters here today. That is also in the business world. I've been places and I've been in industries and I know many of you have also have. The corporate world is tough and um, you can get ahead very quickly if you're prepared to defile yourself and if you're prepared to take part in the king and the world's delicacies. But that is not what we do as Christians, amen. So have the self-respect to decide not to be like everybody else. Ultimately, you radiate your own world. If Satan can rob you of your confidence and he can rob you of your self-respect and your Christ image, he can prevent you from spending time in his presence, which means he will prevent you from having encounters and he will pre prevent you from fulfilling your assignment that God has for you. You should offer people something that no one else can offer them. Because God has placed something inside of each one of you that only you can offer other people. It's like the body of Christ. Only you can do what God has called you to do. And by not stepping into what God has called you to do in this urgent time that we are living in, you are robbing God's kingdom and other people from what you are supposed to be doing for them. Because they were different, Daniel and his friends, God brought them into favor and goodwill, the word says. Favor and goodwill. Just raise your hand there. Who wants favor and goodwill for 2022? Okay. Now listen up carefully because this is what you need to do because we've already established it's a two-way street here. It's not going to fall in your lap as you're sitting there and it's not going to happen because we've turned the clock to 2022. So spend time in his presence. Amen. Desire encounters. This will enable you to be the best version of what God has called you to be. It is not a competition, guys. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm not competing with Evangelist Freddie because we share the same heart. I'm supporting him. But he's got a very different role than what I have to play. You are running your own race. So it is about you and what God has set for you. So... Like I've already touched on previously about being presentable. Do your nails. Wash your hair. Brush your hair, for goodness sake. <laughs> Be presentable. Clean your shoes. 
and look good so that you can be the best version, so that you can be proud and have self-respect, amen. I'm often reminded of Lesotho when we are there and people come walking over mountain passes, guys. For those of you that have been there, you will know I'm not talking rubbish. It always sounds like we're exaggerating, but I promise you we are not. The people come for services, and when we are there, we pack them up nicely so that we can make good and um, uh, be very productive of the time that we have there. But especially for the Sunday services, people are proud, and they are well-dressed and well-presented, and they wear hats and nice dresses, the ladies with all the colors, and the men with their shoes, and they will literally leave before dawn and start walking over mountain passes to come and attend a church service, not because we're there, but because they are hungry for God. And they will come there with clean shoes. Am I right, Evangelist Freddie? They will come there with clean shoes, and we are amazed at how that is possible. But they do that. Amen. So think about it, guys. How much more can we not have clean shoes and look presentable here, especially if we serve in the house of God? because it's out of respect for him as well. Verses 11 to 12. So Daniel <clears throat> said to the steward, whom the chief of the eunuchs had said over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, please test your servants for 10 days and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Who's looking forward to our corporate fast? Our Daniel fast, amen. We will give some information on that. Um, so that's what they decided to do. They were asking to be evaluated. They wanted the opportunity because they didn't want to be good. They wanted to be great. So I am a vessel that is submitted to this house. And I often ask mom and dad to evaluate me, even Pastor Wendy, who I'm accountable to. I tell them, and I've sit, sat in your office many times and said, please tell me if there's anything in my character that has to change, if there's anything in my behavior or in my household or anything that is not according to the word of God or that is standing between me and what God has called me to do, please tell me. I'm an open book and I am teachable and I'm accountable to the leaders of this house. Amen. So this is what they were saying, and they were asking to be evaluated. Good is the enemy of great. Unfortunately, we have too many good people with good intentions, but they disappoint, and they don't get anything done. South Africa needs to be great again, guys. We have been called to be in this country, and I say that with love and respect to those that have left or that are planning to leave, you are walking your own path with God. And if that is where he's called you to go, I bless you and we release you. Amen. But if you have been called to be in South Africa, you have a responsibility to play for this country. Pastor Atbosov says, average is the enemy of excellence. Average is the enemy of excellence. We are living in a climate that, climate that says average is okay. Average is good. Don't worry to be average. 30, 40% at school is a pass. And that's average and that's okay. That's scary. I don't want to fly in an airplane with a pilot that got 30%. Amen. <laughs> I don't want to have surgery with a doctor that got 50%. Not even 70%. So average is not okay. Average is the enemy of excellence. And we have been called to excellence. That is what the Word of God says. If you have three friends and you're walking with your three friends and you're talking like your three friends and you are looking like your three friends and you're dressing like your friends and you're wearing a mask, what is going to set you apart? How will people notice that you are different? How will people notice that they can use you? And that how will they notice that you have a different anointing on your life? Verses 13 to 15. 
Then let your appearance be examined before you and the appearance of the young men who eat of the portion of the king's delicacies. And as you see fit, so deal with your servants. So he consented with them in this matter and tested them ten days. And at the, ten, and at the end of ten days, their features appeared better and fatter in flesh than all the young men who ate of the portion of the king's delicacies. You are always being examined, whether you like it or not. And yes, we don't judge as Christians, but the world are out there and people are watching you. People are seeing how you act. People are saying what you do. Before an employment agency or somebody wants to employ you, they go onto your social media. They see what photos you post. They want to see what you did on Saturday night what comments you make, what your political views are, things like that. And um, they talk about you. People talk about your back. And yes, as Christians, we don't gossip. But definitely in the world that we live in, and we can't av avoid the world that we live in. We're not of this world, but unfortunately we are in this world, amen. And we have to maneuver around that. So people do talk about you behind your back. And they are watching you. And uh, to give you an example, and it's not for me to feel good about myself or to tell you how awesome I am, I have never applied for a job. I'm standing here in my mid-40s, and um, I've had a, an awesome career over different industries, and I have excelled in all of them. And I've never had to apply for a job. I've always had a phone call to say, come in for an interview. And that is because I believe I do everything with excellence. Whether it is writing an email or a WhatsApp, putting your full stops there and your capital letters, that is just who I am. That's how God created me to be. And I believe I have a place <laughs> in his kingdom for that because God also needs people like that. But I take pride in what I do and how I do it. And... Um, we are being examined by others, guys, so take note of that. The Babylonians were trying to change Daniel and his friends' thinking. They were trying to change their loyalty and their lifestyle. But Daniel quickly thought of creative and practical solutions. And that is what we've also been called, to be creative and to be practical and to find solutions. And he did not compromise on, on God's standards. Their features even appeared better. Their features, their physical features even appeared better because they excelled and because they chose not to compromise. Verse 17. As for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Guys, just listen to this. This is so exciting. God gave them knowledge and skill and wisdom. We all want knowledge and skill and wisdom. Why did God give that to them? You should have it by now because I've repeated myself a couple of times. Because they purposed in their hearts. They made a deliberate, intentional, like Pastor Wendy said, decision not to defile themselves and not to abide by the world's standards. And they remained steadfast in God's presence. You have to remain steadfast in God's presence so that you can have knowledge and skill and wisdom and a happy new year hallelujah come on guys can you see it are you starting to see it are you believing it i'm not gonna say it. tell your friend next to you because <laughs> i know it's a bit awkward but i want you to say to yourself i believe it i believe it hallelujah God will give you knowledge and skill and wisdom in 2022 because you are choosing to stay steadfast in his presence. God gave Daniel understanding. Come on, Daniel. You're still a young man. God has given you understanding in visions and dreams. 
And that was because he continued to walk in encounters and he could see a change. People could see a change. We should have a greater power. If we have knowledge and skill and understanding and we can see dreams and visions and we have wisdom, surely as children of God, we will have breakthrough. We will have enough finance. We will live in health. We will live in abundance. Whatever you are needing today, God says, I have given it to you, my child. I have given it to you already. You are called to excel. Whatever your mandate is and your calling is for his kingdom or for your family or for your business, God says you can do it because I have given it to you. My son died on the cross for you 2,000 years ago so that you can have these things. But you need to be in his presence, guys. You need to be hungry. You need to be hungry. You can't afford to miss a meeting in 2022. Wear your masks and be safe and social distance. But if I see you at a coffee shop and I don't see you at church, there's going to be trouble. <laughs> have encounters. We are going to have a worship evening next Sunday night and I want to see everybody that counts them as frontliners and everybody online. Get out of your isolation and God bless you and get healthy and come back to church. Next Sunday night we will see you because we're just going to surrender. We're just going to give our lives to him. We're going to give our year to him and we're going to lay you on the floor and in the aisles and over the chairs and whatever the Holy Spirit wants to do with us in total surrender without being proud, without wondering what the one next to us is going to think. It's not about that, guys. You need to get it today, please. God wants to work and the time is short. And if you are a frontliner and if you are a leader and a welder in this church, you have an assignment. And we all know that and you know that as well. So let's do it. Let's do it. We can have greater power and we can walk in that wisdom and understanding. Verses 19 to 20. Then the king interviewed them. And among them all, none was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishal, and Azariah. Therefore, they served before the king. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them ten times better. <laughs> Say ten times better. Ten times better. Than all the magicians and astrologers who were in all his realm. So yes, we're not competing with astrologers and magi magicians, but everybody that was in his kingdom and everybody that worked in his organization and in his government and in his parliament, whatever you want to call it, out of all of them, these four good-looking young men were found to be ten times better. We are going to be ten times better in 2022. Amen. Hallelujah. There were no Joe averages here. I apologize to Joe again. Okay was not good enough. They were ten times better. Seek encounters and his presence and God will trigger you to be the best. God will trigger you to be the best. God is faithful to his word. When we die and we have, we don't want to stand there in front of God and have excuses. Guys, when you die, you want to fulfill your vision. You want to know that God has done everything through you and you have done everything that he has called you to do. Whether that is to be the best mother that you can be, whether that is to be the best packer at checkers that you can be, whether that is to be a missionary over Africa and preach to millions, doesn't matter what it is, guys. It doesn't matter. There's no big and there's no small and there's no good and there's no better and the one is better than the other. It is what God has purposed in your heart and planted in your heart. I don't want to stand there one day and make excuses and say my children were at school, my husband worked away from home, 
my spiritual parents uh, ministered somewhere else in the country. This, this, this. We didn't have money to go to Lesotho. No. No more excuses. I'm not going to make excuses this year. I want to stand before God and I want to know that I've done what he's called me to do. Daniel and his friends were stripped naked and they were taken into Babylon. They became leaders in a foreign country where there was no, no hope for them, where all the odds were against them. They were leaders in a place where there actually was no space for them. So how much more can you be a leader in your sphere of influence? They didn't bow to what God said. They didn't say, I have no future, I have no hope. They chose to not become a victim of Babylon. And they said, I'm going to be the person that God has called me to be. Move beyond always asking for a miracle, guys. And I say that with all the love and respect in my heart. This altar is always open. And our phones are always on and we're always willing to pray for you. But move beyond asking for miracles where God has already given it for you. Sometimes God is saying you need to change. I have already given you the answer. I have already given you that miracle. Stop asking me. Activate it. I have already triggered it. I am standing ready. My angels are standing ready to work and to move on your behalf. But it's up to you to activate it for yourselves. Hallelujah. At some stage in our lives, I tried my best. is unfortunately not good enough. We can't sit back and say, oh, I tried to get money for that trip, but I couldn't. What about the people that are waiting for an encounter? What about those people that Pastor Wendy spoke of? Three a week in our community that commit suicide. A day. Guys, I tried my best. Or oh, I tried, but I didn't know how to. It's just not good enough anymore. Be better. Work harder. Work on self-improvement. How much time do you spend on self-mastery? How much time do you spend on reading books about what it is that you're supposed to be doing? On discipline. How much time do you spend on discipline in your own life? On equipping yourself? 2021 was my year. I had one goal after I was so sick in 2022 from COVID. And that was to get fit and to get healthy again. I considered myself to be average <laughs> on both, and um, I couldn't even do two push-ups at the start of last year. And uh, you know how much I love my exercise and my kickboxing. And because I suffered so much and so long from COVID, I made a decision, an intentional decision to get my health and my fitness back. And I pushed hard, guys. I paid the price. I worked hard. You can ask my family. I drove to a specialist once a week in Santon to get my body into shape more. And then God said to me, if you're going to get your fitness and your health back, you might as well lose a little bit of weight as well. <laughs> so it goes hand in hand, doesn't it? So Christmas hasn't been, well, Christmas has been very good to me, as you can see. So give me four weeks and I will shed those extra Christmas kilos as well. And I will get on to where I know God wants me to be. Because I can't go into Africa and minister and have that toll on my body um, without it being healthy and in shape. Amen. So I had one goal that I purposed my heart for. And uh, I achieved that in 2021. And that is my point on self-improvement. And we are going to touch a little bit on that in Frontline as well. We are created in the image of God, which means being in the presence of God where he can create something out of nothing. We are created in the image of God, which means being in the presence of God where he can create something out of nothing, where he can create excellence out of nothing. Hallelujah. Isaac increased in a decreased economy. He was not dictated to by his environment or by his circumstances. 
if your attitude is not right, meaning if you do not have life-changing revelation and encounters, unfortunately, God cannot work with you. And nor can people. You need to have life-changing revelation encounters so that your life can change and so that God can work with you and so that people can work with you. Daniel 6 verse 3 says, Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit, there's that word, was in him. And the king gave thought to selling him, to setting him over the whole realm. Hallelujah. Because of his excellent spirit that was in him. He had skill. He had ability. He was a value adder. He was a problem solver. He was practical. He came up with solutions. The king wanted to put him in charge as his two IC. As the next one. And remember, he wasn't from that country. So it's no excuse who you are or what color you are, or what your past is, or where you grew up, or what your parents did. Here it happened. God did it for Daniel and for his friends. Amen. The king was attracted to Daniel because he noticed there was something different about him. Be hungry for leadership. I know some of you think leadership is not for you, but being a child of God means that you walk in authority. Being a child of God means that you have the power. So if you have the authority, what does that mean? It means that you actually are a leader. You are a born leader, so there's no such as I'm not a leader. If you're a child of God, you are a leader. Amen? Be hungry to be the person of influence in, in your country. Believe that you can because God is your source. He designed you to be fruitful and to multiply. And that doesn't mean to have a lot of babies, amen? Bless you, Jared and Joni. We love you. So you can have your babies. <laughs> but that is not what fruitful and multiply means. It means that you can produce, that you can be creative. It means that you can bring forth something out of nothing, which is what we've spoken about. When God created Adam, he said to him, he was blessed. We are all blessed. What does blessed mean? Blessed means empowered to succeed in life. Empowered to succeed in life. Doesn't matter that you live in South Africa. It doesn't matter what the politics says. It doesn't matter what the rand dollar exchange rate is. You are blessed as a child of God. It has been established. It is up to you to choose what you're going to do with that. Hallelujah. No one can help yourself beyond yourself, beyond your level of submission to God's will and his plan and purpose for your life. By you becoming what God says you are, by you purposing to diligently be in his presence. The trigger here, guys, is hunger. This can only happen when you have a true encounter with God and when you are hungry. You can be blessed, you can have the knowledge, you can have the skill, you can walk in the power, you can be walking in the dominion and subdue the earth, which is what we've all been called to do. Amen. It is your choice today. Positioning yourself in the right place starts with a true encounter with Jesus Christ. I want no one more walking around right now, please. This is a holy moment. Guys, I know 2022 is going to have many challenges. I know life is actually getting more difficult. My heart bleeds for people that are children of God, that have got the answers, that have got the word of God next to their beds, that sit in church every Sunday, but they are not activating the presence of God for their lives. Those people that decide today, 
you are standing at a turning point in your life today. If you decide to choose God, if you decide that you will rise above, that you will be the remnant that God has called you to be, that you will be the standout person that God has called you to be, you will succeed in life. And that God will use you and you will be fruitful. And it will all be for God's glory and for His kingdom. Amen. We have all fallen short of the glory. And the Word of God says that the wages of sin is death. Every eye closed, please. No walking around. The Word of God says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And that was done by Jesus. He gave us eternal life 2,000 years ago by giving us His Son that died on the cross. He gave us victory. He gave us a second chance. It is your chance today and your opportunity to surrender, to submit your life to God for the first time or whether you want to do it again today because you realize that you can't do it with Him. Surrendering your life to Jesus Christ. Sitting here, you might be caught in a bad place. And you might not know how to go ahead and how, not, how to go forward. But God can be the person and the one and the trigger that will be, enable you to be the standout person if you come to Jesus today. If you are serious about your life and you are serious about your future, you have to become serious about Jesus. 2022 is your year to become serious about Jesus. To make a fresh start with God and a new beginning. If you are tired of being conformed to your society, about being tired of being average, surrender your life today to Jesus and He will make you excellent. He will make you stand out. If that is you, I want you to raise your hand, please. And I'd like to pray with you. Raise your hand up high. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I can feel the presence of God here. For those of you on screen, if that is you today and you just want to recommit your life to Jesus Christ because you know you haven't given your all and you know you want to excel in 2022 and you just want to surrender again, you just want more. You're hungry for God and you want Him to intervene in your life. Raise your hand up high. Hallelujah. Thank you. I see those hands. God bless you. God bless you. I see those hands. Thank you. To all of you at home, thank you. God bless you. Can we have the prayer up on the screen, please? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please repeat after me. Heavenly Father, let's say it with boldness and enthusiasm. Amen. Heavenly Father, I come to you today acknowledging that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I ask forgiveness of my sins. And receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I believe that He died and rose so that I may belong to you. Thank you that from this moment on I am forgiven, I am free, and that I am now a child of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. For those that have given their lives for the first time today, congratulations. Mark the 9th of January 2022 in your calendar because from this day your life will not be the same. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I want to ask you, please, if you can walk with Deacon Mapule. She's standing there at the back by the door. She just wants to spend a minute and or two with you to give you a few verses and to take your details. Please can you get up and just walk with her next door. We, you won't be out for very long. 
And um, to those of you that have recommitted your life to the Lord, praise Jesus. Praise Jesus today because He is our King, He's our Lord, He's our Savior. And I love each and every one of you. And I bless you. And I pray from the deepest, deepest innermost part of my being and my heart that God will give you a happy and a blessed and a fruitful and a prosperous new year. Thank you guys. Amen. Amen. We hope that you enjoyed today's message. Our services are streamed live on our Facebook page every Sunday morning at 930 For more information and resources, please go to our website, www.frontlinecitychurch.co.za or look us up on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube.